So last week we looked at coping skills, but coping skills all around using physical activity, exercise, to push past our perceived limits to start to build resilience and create a little bit of, bit of discomfort in our routines. You know you've got a competition coming up this weekend. Yeah, I know I've got a competition coming up. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. We need to look at coping skills now around what goes on inside our minds and our self-talk. Everyone's just gonna laugh at you, you know that. I know, competition on the weekend, so I'm not gonna worry about it now. I'm gonna put it to one side and I'm gonna deal with it the day before. Are you having a laugh? That's all you've been thinking about. But I know the little voice in my head is constantly going around and around, telling me that I'm gonna fail. Everyone's gonna be laughing at you. Telling me that I'm gonna get tapped. We want you to think about the worst case scenario. Telling me that people are gonna laugh at me. Don't be stepping outside that comfort zone. But it's important that I keep a mental check and I think about what is fact and what is just my mind playing tricks on me. You're gonna be thinking about it every minute of every day until Saturday when it happens. There is a possibility that I might get tapped and lose, but I'm prepared for that. I want you to think about the worst case scenario. People aren't gonna laugh at you. They're not gonna laugh at me. Everyone who competes understands how difficult and how nerve-wracking it is to compete. What's gonna happen when you lose? That's it, we don't want you to do anything new. We don't want you to step out your comfort zone. I like it here. And out of the 100 people who do compete, there's probably another 100 more who never actually stepped foot on the mat and committed to competing. You know they're gonna be better, they're gonna be bigger. So your mind's gonna start playing tricks on you whenever you start to do something outside of your comfort zone. What's important, and this is what the big lesson today is about coping skills, is that you immediately have arguments. It's called self-talk. It's your inner monologue. It's your inner chimp. It's resistance, whatever you wanna call it, is stopping you from stepping out of your comfort zone. Our bodies like balance, they're like homeostasis. So anything that you do that is out of the norm, your body and your mind is gonna start pushing back. Come on now, it's safe here, it's safe. So yeah, exactly. You've gotta have arguments to the contrary of what your mind's trying to tell you. Come on now, you know you're gonna lose. Your missus doesn't wanna be married to a loser. She's gonna leave you. You're gonna be out on the streets. Be objective about it. If it's not fact, then it's your mind telling you, trying to create problems. Come on, we want you to catastrophize. We want you to think the worst case scenario. They'll all be bigger, they'll all be better. So that's what your mind would tell you. The worst case scenario, it extrapolates and builds up this whole narrative of what hasn't even happened yet. So this is me competing on the weekend. So this time last week, that conversation that I had, that was what was going through my head. 
you may be watching this and you might need to have a tough conversation with your boss, with your college lecturer, with a friend. You may be anxious over a game of football or rugby over the weekend. You may even have gone out and done something stupid on the weekend and now you're anxious about what you did. There's all sorts of scenarios where our chimp, our inner monologue, our self-talk takes over. Now the most natural thing to ask is how do we get rid of that internal voice in our head? Well, I'm gonna tell you five or six different things you can look to utilize that may help you. They certainly helped me this weekend get over the pressure and the anxiety I was feeling about competing. So number one, actually being aware of the voice in the first place. If you're aware that there is resistance, there is a little chimp on your shoulder talking to you when you try and step out of that comfort zone, that is the first rung on the ladder to being able to control it. Number two is that it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to have those nerves, to have that anxiety before stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something that maybe you're not used to. Whether that's competing, whether that's talking in front of a group of people, whether that's talking to your boss, having a difficult conversation with your coach, going out performing on the weekend in football with people watching you. It's okay to feel that way. Number three, don't try and use the mind to fix the mind. What I mean by that is that we get caught up in our heads too much. The previous videos that we've put out in this self-care series, a lot of them are about physical activity. We looked at going out walking, we looked at breath work, we looked at daily habits and routines that are gonna put you in a good state where you make better decisions, where you can start to control your self-talk. So going into the body rather than trying to solve the mind with the mind. One thing you might have noticed when you become aware of the voice in the back of your head is the times when the voice appears. Generally speaking, last week, when I started to feel the pressure, started to feel a little bit anxious, started to feel these negative emotions, it was when I was tired, it was when I was hungry. So you can learn to combat the times and be aware of the times when the little voice creeps in. So making sure you're getting good sleep. All these were discussed in the previous videos of this self-care series. So go back and have a look at them. Number four is understanding that your mind is gonna start playing tricks. Your mind is gonna delete, distort, and generalize information to get you to stop doing what you want to do. Your mind's gonna generalize. It's gonna use phrases like everybody, they, everybody's gonna be laughing at you. They aren't gonna turn up. They are gonna be better than us. Everyone feels this way. Those terms allow your mind to get rid of any objectivity. Your mind's gonna delete information. Maybe you need to have a difficult conversation with your boss. Maybe you're playing a game on the weekend and you're a little bit nervous for it. Your mind's going to delete information that maybe you've, maybe you've played before. 
Maybe this isn't the first time you've had this difficult conversation or a difficult conversation with somebody. You can draw on previous experiences. Your mind deletes that information to make you feel like this is the first time you're ever going through this when it's not or it might not be. Your mind is also really good at distorting experiences. So a good example of this is maybe you hear booing in the crowd. Your mind makes you think that they're actually booing you when maybe they're just booing something else that's happening or people are ignoring you. You look, you walk past someone in the street and they ignore you. You take that personally and think that the person's ignoring you. You build up a whole reality in your head of what you could have done. How did you upset that person? When in reality, maybe they just didn't see you. Or maybe they were so involved in their own life and they've got difficult things happening themselves and they walk straight past you without even noticing you were there. Your mind has a great ability to distort information. So the last piece of advice I would give you to follow on with this delete, distort and generalization is to deal in fact. So what is happening? What has happened? And don't listen to what your mind is telling you. It's your mind, it's resistance. It's trying to stop you stepping out your comfort zone. Your mind likes balance. It doesn't like change. It likes homeostasis. It likes it where it is in its bubble. And when you start to step out of that comfort zone, your mind is kind of pulling that physiological handbrake to get you to stay in that box. And your mind will play all sorts of tricks with you to get you to stay in that box. And the last thing I'll leave you with is that everybody has these emotions. Everybody has these feelings. Maybe not at the same time, maybe not in the same circumstances, and certainly not at the same intensity, but everybody deals with these emotions in some way or another. But there's two kinds of people. There's people who feel these emotions and don't act and don't take action and stay inside that box. And there's people who deal with the emotions, experience the emotions, but still go out and do the thing. They still go out and take that chance, do the experience. They feel the fear and they do it anywhere in spite of these emotions. It's not that they don't have them, it's they do the thing in spite of having these feelings, these emotions. Hopefully you've enjoyed this self-care series. You take something from it. We'd love to hear some feedback as to how you found it. And we'll see you next time.